This is Client Side from Fox Agency. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about. Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Christine Adams is head of marketing for Cloudmore, a market-leading software as a service company, streamlining the buying, selling, and management of recurring services with a global customer base. She is a Chartered Institute of Marketing fellow and a chartered marketeer, held for 11 years with 18 years experience in adding value to organizations through developing and implementing brand strategies and associated campaigns. Christine also has a number of postgraduate qualifications in business analysis, marketing, digital marketing and leadership. After completing a BA honors degree in business, Christine Adams, welcome to ClientSide. Hi, how are you? Really good, thank you. Thank you very much for being on the show. Super excited to to speak to you. You, You've got such a varied and and colorful background, everything from retail, marketing, fashion, sports, insurance, legal, tech. You've been on the agency side. You've also got several professional level sort of marketing qualifications. How does that background affect the way that you approach growing brands in general and for Cloudmore specifically? Well, I've always moved into different sectors when I've looked for a new role as I always um, kind of believed that that really allowed me to view the organization through the eyes and ears of the customer. I feel like sectors develop norms. And therefore, when you move within a sector, you bring that sectoral baggage with you to the new role. Whereas when you're moving into a new sector, you can bring innovation and real change to an organization, kind of challenging the things they do and helping them stand out from the market. You get to be inquisitive as you are a fresh pair of eyes and kind of challenge that status quo. Although you definitely have to be a quick learner and get up to speed. There's only so much slack people will allow you. But I've always enjoyed that aspect. And you can see that I've, I've generally always enjoyed kind of learning new things, whether that be qualifications or um, new sectoral experiences. With Cloudmore, although I'm now in the tech sector, it's such a varied sector with so many subcategories mm. that you really have to know and engage your market and your audience and develop that strong brand narrative in order to connect with them in a really busy marketplace um, where you're selling a service again rather than a takeaway product, which adds a different element to the mix. And I really think that that sort of differentiation for an organization can only be brought in through marketing. Mm. So, you know, that's why I have chose to move into different sectors. It's exciting for me, but I also think it actually adds value to the organization. Mm, really fascinating. I'm sure it does. So let's talk about Cloudmore then in more detail and how you've added value to them. Although relative in a very short space of time, because you've only been with the company four months, you recently joined as, as head of marketing. Tell us more about the company. Who are your clients and what problems do you solve for them? Well, Cloudmore, as you mentioned, is a software as a service company that enables businesses to manage the recurring services, including billing and subscriptions. Our platform enables customer self-service, which we are seeing uh, and the market's really seeing as a key element now in the customer relationship management for businesses. And our platform also integrates with existing business systems for seamless end-to-end service. We work and listen to our clients in the marketplace generally to add features to our platform to ensure we're always providing clients with what they need now but also what they'll need in the future, which is very important for us. Mm. We work in partnership with our clients and their success is our success. So we're always thinking ahead um, and and how to enable that success for both of us. Mm. Our clients come from across the globe, but generally fall into two categories. So we've got the 
Microsoft cloud service providers, the CSPs, which have pain points within their business managing recurring services that our platform can serve, um, solve exceptionally well and transform how they work in the future. But we also then cater for the general managed service providers who are looking for digital transformation. So we enable their strategic development through helping them to scale, be agile, increase their business valuation through recurring services model and help future-proof their business. So there's a lot of different clients, a lot of different narratives to take in and a lot of different audiences. But what attracted me to the company, which I was quite nervous about moving from my last role, I'd been there seven years, Hmm. was the company Ethos. It's a Swedish-based company and it's very socially focused, not just about making money, it's about making life better for those companies that we work with and allowing them to compete and thrive and create a positive working environment for them and our growing team. So that kind of gave me the comfort that I, I, I would enjoy the environment um, as well as enjoy moving into a new sector. The company's been very focused on developing best-in-class platforms um, and the best-in-class customer service. So now it's time to focus on the brand and try and ensure it's best-in-class in order to effectively communicate with our partners that we already work with and also obviously talk to new clients and, and tell them about what we can do to help mm. them achieve their strategic objectives and their success. We already have, thankfully, lots and lots of proof of this um, as we've been in business for many years and have great case studies and client feedback, but we've never really kind of focused on our brand. We've always been looking to build our platform and build our customer success team. So now we need to let businesses know how we can work with them to create success together. So that's where I have been brought in and that's now my objective over the coming year. Okay, so that leads me on to the next question then, sort of, what are the specific marketing challenges that you were brought in to help solve? And it sounds as though it is the focus on building the brand, sort of getting greater awareness at the top of the funnel, generating that awareness with clients, but also a demand gen piece as well of sort of converting that interest and that awareness into clients and opportunities. Yeah, I think generally it's a challenge for many successful businesses that they're so focused on delivering an excellent product, excellent service, that it's hard to find time to tell people about the great work you're doing. Hmm. So that's now my challenge. It's Hmm. it's building that brand architecture, our verbal, visual identity to create two-way communication with our market um, and with our current clients so that we can reach more businesses to show them how we can help them transform and future-proof their business. It's about making sure that we're able to tell our story with a way that resonates with potential customers and the ecosystem in which we operate in a simple, powerful, beautiful way, which are three words that Cloudmore really live by. Mm. Simple in that our platform is easy to use, powerful, that it's next generation best practice technology. And beautiful is simply that, you know, it's pleasing to the eye. It looks good. It's easy to work with. It's very intuitive. Mm. And there are things I need to bring into the brand and kind of push out to our customers. So For me, it's not just about kind of pushing out a message of we're the best. It's it's very much that two-way communication of how we can help those potential clients and our current clients achieve success. Because going back to that kind of social values, you know, it's not just about making money. It is about creating that ecosystem. It's about creating something bigger than just Cloudmore. Mm -hmm. 
Really fascinating. So, so tell us then kind of what success looks like in your role for the first six months, because you're, you're four months in now. How, how do you approach or how do you think about sort of prioritizing your work and your workload? Because there must be so many things to do when you're coming into a brand such as Cloudmore, a lot of legacy, a lot of clients, a lot of history. You know, the, there are many different ways that you could approach building the brand architecture and building the brand and prioritizing your wider workload. How do you think about the most important things to do in the in the first six months and, and how do you prioritize your work? For me going in when we're when we're kind of looking at the brand, it's about building that. It's about building the foundations, the brand, the research and the team capabilities. So we've set out about um, trying to understand what messaging we want to put across, what our brand means, what are our values and what is our mission. And we're working with a creative agency then to help us achieve that. In terms of building research foundations, it's about kind of getting all the information we already have within the team and within the wider organization and sharing that and analyzing it to actually show, I suppose, the strategic direction that we need to move in and also looking at any information gaps and how we're going to fill those and then building out the team and the capabilities. And that's both internally and externally. What agencies do we need to use? What skills gaps do we have? Where do we need to upskill internally in the long term? And where can we go um, externally in the short term to kind of build up those capabilities? Mm, really interesting. So just on that then, how, how do you think about how best to build the team both internally externally uh, let's start with internally first what are the main skill sets and attributes of the team members in marketing that you need to help really drive the brand forward and what have you learned about how to hire and attract and and work with an agency outside third party that can help you deliver on your strategic objectives I suppose when I think about my team, I never just think about it as my internal team. I've kind of learned in previous roles that my team is also my external agencies because I work extremely closely with them. Mm. So for me, kind of building a team is about getting the right mix of left and right brain thinking um, because generally marketing is a blend of science, technology, art. Mm -hmm. So it's my aim to find the right people to fulfill each of those requirements. And that may be internal, but it could also be external using specialist agencies or even freelancers. For me, the diversity of thought, experience and skills is what can set your efforts apart. So when I'm kind of managing my team might try and use the right skills at the right time to deliver the maximum results for any investment and take a very flexible approach with the agencies I work with. I don't generally like fixed retainers with fixed outcomes. I prefer a more agile way of working and choose agencies that I know can pivot with me and offer an agile approach. So hmm. one week we could be focused on creative outputs and the next analyzing our marketing data to help strategic decision making. While it's great to find an agency that can offer a wide range of services, it's also very important that they offer the best delivery of these services. So sometimes it's better to use multiple agencies, um, which obviously comes with its own set of challenges. Sure. But I, I take the same approach, you know, when managing external agencies as I do when managing my internal team, because for me, they're just an extension of this. And the more aware they are of what we're doing internally, the better they can help us achieve success generally 
Um, so it's very much about communicating, um, ensuring there's no overlap if you're using multiple agencies and that they're also communicating with each other and that any outputs can be optimized in all fronts to deliver best returns, such as your digital campaigns, working alongside your PR campaigns. Although a key element for me in success when I, I'm kind of working with external and internal teams is to upskill and knowledge transfer from agencies to the internal teams to ensure that we don't have to use agencies for operational tasks that we could be doing ourselves, but that we use the agencies for their specialist skills and the resources which we don't want to bring in house to ensure that our budget goes as far as possible. So while there's a lot of management involved, I think if you get the right fit internally and externally, it's not a difficult management task. Mm. It's just kind of making sure that everyone's driving in the right and same direction and that there isn't overlap, that everyone's doing the thing that they are best at um, to get the best out of any budget. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about your education and, and experience and, and background a little bit more, because you said earlier that a marketer is a combination between left brain, right brain, art and science and technology. And it seems as though you've got a lot of background and history in all of those areas. Your your experience is, is very wide ranging. You're also a, f- a fellow at the Chartered Institute of Marketing. You completed a mini MBA this year. You've got a degree and master's in, in business and in, in business analysis and consulting. Why did you feel that you needed to have those qualifications and what has it added to your impact as a marketer? The qualifications I've completed over the last number of years have been a move away from straight marketing into strategic and leadership learnings. I feel if marketing is to have a, a seat at the top table, then the person in that role needs to be able to think and act in a strategic manner for the benefit of the business as a whole and not just their own department. Um, you need to be able to speak the same language as the other leaders at the table and bring a more strategically focused kind of innovation to help that organization thrive. Mm. My experience to date, my qualifications have provided me, I suppose, with the confidence and knowledge to add value to those high level conversations. And it can be difficult at times, but I always try, I suppose, as much as possible to ensure my suggestions are based in fact, and that I analyze and measure and continuously improve to deliver on them. Think of marketing as just a department led by a non-marketer who will never achieve its full potential. With its mix of, as you say, science and creativity, Mm. marketing can be an innovation catalyst within an organization, enabling greater customer and employee market engagement. And through those interactions, you're able to find your company's unique position and your unique voice. So for me, it is very much important to understand the, the basics of marketing to have those strong foundations and the qualifications and experience I have in marketing. But to take on a leadership role, you have to be strategic. You have to understand the business outside of just your own marketing department. Really interesting. So when we spoke last time in the in the pre-interview, you, you said that being on maternity leave really affected your your confidence. I'm sure that's something that a lot of women who are developing and growing their careers can identify with. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I I find it, um, I suppose, slightly nerve-wracking coming back into a new organization and a new position. But I have, I suppose, just jumped into it. Um, I have taken on a mentor recently who has been very valuable just in making sure that I understand that I am a specialist in this field and that I know what I'm doing. And she's provided me with 
just a sounding board to, um, I suppose, to have those conversations with and make sure that uh, I am confident in my approach, which, you know, even in the short term that I, I've been in the new role, I feel like my confidence has come back and I'm a lot more secure than I was. I'm sure a lot of women feel like that coming back off maternity leave. But it's something that I suppose organisations need to support women with as well. And there's been a lot of that even in the wider ecosystem with peer-to-peer support. And it's something now that can be easily spoken about. And I I think it has affected everybody. So I'm, I'm certainly not alone in how I feel. But I would say, you know, talk to kind of your peers or get a mentor because it it really has helped me just understand I suppose my worth and the value I can bring to the organizations I'm working with. What's a specific piece of advice that your mentor has given you that's really stuck in your head that you can share with us? You're the expert Mm. you know I am in my company the expert in marketing and um, in looking at organizational change projects and I have to remember that and very much you know stand my ground if I think that um, the decisions I'm putting forward are right so it's just remembering that you were brought in because you are the expert and um, that's something that I I just you know keep reminding myself that it's up to me I am the expert in my field that's why I'm there Mm. and that's why I'm at the table leading my department so um yeah just trust in yourself and that you know you're there for a reason and you are the expert absolutely love it Uh, christine last couple of questions before we end the interview i've really enjoyed the conversation it's been super super fascinating learning about your history and experience going back to the brand building piece for a moment i mean what have you learned because of your extensive background in so many different industries what have you learned about what it takes to build a brand now in new industries where, you know, potentially that we all know there's a lot of noise out there. There's a hell of a lot of competition. You know, everyone's sort of trying to educate the market, develop thought leadership, engage with, with customers. It's harder and harder to do that because of all the noise. What have you learned about what it takes, both resources wise and sort of from a strategic marketing point of view, to develop a brand that's able to stand on its own two feet and really have a very clear positioning in the market? Well, when I, I suppose, talk about brand, I'm not talking about a logo. I'm talking about an organization and and its vision and its mission and its values. And I suppose would call myself a fairly generalist marketer. So, which I think is a very valuable thing when you're actually trying to lead a brand because you need to be able to assess the broad spectrum of what needs to be achieved and and how that marries up with the wider aims of the organization. I I think if you're too specialist, you can get caught up in an area and not see that bigger brand picture. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I think specialists are great for managing specific areas where you can get really granular um, about that area and how do you achieve the best results possible but you still need someone to bring all those areas together under one umbrella which is your brand to ensure they're all working to achieve those corporate objectives rather than strategic area objectives mm. so I would consider my specialist area as branding about creating a purpose-driven organization by connecting the brand and the organization's vision mission values culture to your um, customers, your employees, to the organization's wider ecosystem. 
And by adding value, by delivering and implementing brand and marketing strategies, always to achieve your corporate objectives. And you can use your brand and your corporate culture as a catalyst for this innovation. So I would work with my internal and external team to provide those deep dive specialist technical skills to help me achieve the results. And, you know, I think it's important to understand how those specialist areas work so I can challenge what's being done and drive continuous improvement. But if I was to focus on one of those areas, I think the brand piece would suffer. I think it's very important that a business understands and respects these specialist areas. And I've seen so many job descriptions looking for marketers that are experts in search engine, digital campaigns, content creation, research, Mm. data analysis. And these people don't exist. They're called agencies. Mm. And it can be difficult when it's assumed that a marketer should be expert in all things and have the time to deep dive into all areas while making Mm. sure they all work in harmony and your brand (laughs) is perfect. Right. You know, it's just you can't achieve those results because of a lack of time, resources, technical knowledge. Personally, I wouldn't outsource my branding. Yes, I work with creatives to bring that brand vision to life. But for me, the brand is the heart of the company and that's where it should sit in the middle of the organization. Influence everything that you do from your product development to how you deal with your customers to how employees feel working for your company. Mm. Like your brand's your reason for being. It's not a logo. Mm. But then this is an area of a lot of experience and knowledge in and that may not always be the case for a lot of businesses and outsourcing may be the only option. So for that I would say agency selection is key to success. You you need to get someone who's on your wavelength. Mm. But one very interesting point is that brand and brand management is now the number one marketing priority for companies across the globe, Mm. which has been advised by an enormous amount of reports from the big consultancy firms. And it is, it's where everything flows from. It's the one area where innovation can flow out to create positive change right across an organization. It's not just... It's not just marketing. It's not just sales. It's not just customer success. Your brand is really what you should always come back to when you're thinking about your next strategic move or you're pondering whether you should do something or not. Mm. It doesn't match up to our purpose, why we are here. And I, I think if you can define that purpose and define that narrative, then people will engage with your brand because it will resonate with them. It'll marry up to what they want to achieve. Mm. So a brand is very different to your marketing activity. You know, it is important that that is the the central function in an organization and and certainly overviewing all of the marketing activities. So that's what I'm trying to achieve with Cloudmore now, just trying to work out what our messaging is we know what our purpose is, how we communicate that best so that our customers hear that and that it it matches up with what they're trying to achieve as well. So, mm. you know, hopefully we'll we'll get our, our, our kind of brand project launch over the next couple of mm. months and then, you know, move on to kind of campaigning after that. Yeah. No, I think it's super fascinating and something that f- far too few brands actually do or far too few organizations do actually lead with a purpose-based culture focusing on their values and their mission and their purpose and why they exist and really making that a real core part of who they are and they really sort of live that in in the real world as opposed to sort of having slogans on the wall where where people don't really uh live live up to it so 
you know the fact that organizations can do it and live up to those those values i think is it's quite a rare breed for organizations to do that but but the ones that do do it and do it well go on to build not just good businesses but but great businesses yeah it gives you a pathway of you know in my last company we very much had our, our brand purpose and when we were thinking about doing anything new we looked at our brand purpose and was like, does it meet one of these strategic mm. objectives? And if it doesn't, why are we doing it? Yeah. And, you know, it's always just bringing it back to the brand and it helps you stay on track and it helps guide you. Sure. It's your North Star. Yeah, very much so. Mm. Absolutely love it. Christine, I could talk to you about this all day, but we're <laughs> we're running out of time. Our final question, we're going to have to get you back on the show at some point in the future because there's a million questions I didn't, I didn't get a chance to ask you. Not a problem. Last question. What advice would you give to other aspiring marketeers? Your background is so varied in technology and retail and insurance and, and legal around sort of how best to guide their careers and, and navigate their careers, especially being you know balancing being parents or mothers while navigating their careers what advice would you give to other aspiring marketeers right now I think there's two ways to go now in marketing you either specialize in one area and you know that area inside out and I'm working with um an agency where I've worked with their um, digital marketing director before and she knows her stuff and she knows it in and out. And I know she is the best person for that role. Uh, And that's superb. Or else you learn and develop outside of pure marketing and develop a more strategic business focus, which is where I've tried to go. Um, And in that way, you can understand how to use your skills and experience to help achieve organizational goals rather than just marketing ones. And although I've always worked in marketing, my role has developed across any organizations I've worked with at a senior level into organizational change projects, clients, stakeholder, relationship management, special projects, innovation, driving continuous improvements Mm. through all of your customer touch points in an organization. Mm. And this is what I've really enjoyed doing. But it's about, I suppose, understanding where your skill set lies and um, don't be pushing into areas that you're not comfortable in or you don't think you can achieve in so just you know take stock of what you enjoy and what you want to be the best in because if you really enjoy it and you want to learn more about it and, and you want to kind of push on that way in your career I think again you know that should be your brand and, and that should be what guides you and it's it's very much what I've tried to focus on when I did the the mini MBA this year, marketing was one of the elements, but it was very interesting for me to find out how all of the other areas of a business work and how you can um, add value to them, no matter what department you're in. So it is always kind of about looking outside of your own department mm. up to that kind of bigger table, understanding how your skills and experience can add value to the the top of a business. Mm. And that could be that, you know, you just specialize in one area and you are the best person in that area or that you are more generalist and you can see what needs to be done in a more strategic focus, but just find out what your brand is and, and what your specialists are and try and stick to that. Don't try and be all things as a marketer to all people because mm. y- you'll only do a few bits and pieces well rather than doing um, one or two bits brilliantly. And again, mm. that's where agencies come in to help you. That's where <laughs> your your internal team comes in to help you. 
you need other people around you. No one can do everything and no one can do everything to the deep dives that a specialist person can or a a head of function can. So very much get a a strong team around you and understand where your your gaps are and fill those with really good people um, uh, and kind of lead with what you know you can achieve Mm. and as i say for me it's very much that that brand piece and the organizational change piece i enjoy it and that's kind of where i really want to focus and i've got a really good team around me now so hopefully um, we'll see some really good success for cloudmore well said christine i've really enjoyed the conversation thank you very much for being on client side thank you so much i've enjoyed it as well if you'd like to share any comments on this episode or any episode of Client Side, then find us online at fox.agency. If you'd like to appear as a guest on the show, please email zoe at fox.agency. The people that make the show possible are Zoe, our booker slash researcher. David Clare is our head of content. Ben Fox is our executive producer. I'm Nathan Anibaba. You've been listening to Client Side from Fox Agency. Join us next time on Client Side. Brought to you by Fox Agency.